Welcome to Products to Profits with Sarah J. Cross, the podcast for creative product fempreneurs who want to play a bigger game and upscale their business. This week's episode is brought to you by Fearless Fempreneur. Learn how to scale your business by getting gorgeous products stocked in major airports and national retailers. Grab your copy at sarahjcross.com. Welcome to the show. I'm Sarah J. Cross, and I'm here to support you on your journey to becoming a successful product biz owner with tips, strategies, and stories to support and guide you through the good times and the challenges of running a product-based business. Today, I am so excited to be talking to my lovely, lovely friend, Suze Chadwick. She's a bold branding business and speaker coach who helps women to build a bold brand so they can show up, stand out and build a profitable business. Recently, Suze has been using Clubhouse to grow her business and brand. And today she's going to share all about the platform. Welcome, Suze. Hello, how are you? Oh, it's so good to have you here. So privileged to have you as my guest. I know we're also biz buddies and um, I don't know a lot about Clubhouse so I'm actually really excited to be chatting um, to learn more about it. So tell me what is Clubhouse and what do we need to know? Yeah, absolutely. So I talk about Clubhouse all the time. I'm sure my community are like, oh my gosh, he's talking about Clubhouse again. But uh, so Clubhouse is a fairly new audio-based social app. It actually launched last March, which was March 2020. But the majority of people got on the platform, I think about October or November 2020. So I joined in January. So really, it was so new at the time as well. And it's grown super fast. So I think right now there's 10 million on the platform and that's iPhone only. So they started off with iPhone just from a development perspective. And literally this week, like I'm not sure when this is coming out, but we're recording this, uh, you know, the week of the 12th of April. And uh, they've just released Android now, which they'll roll out. So they're definitely expecting a lot of people to, you know, be getting onto the platform really soon. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But the way that it works is that you you get on the app, you go down the hallway, which is basically a list of all the rooms that are available for you to jump into, and you can listen to people speaking. And so you'll have people on the stage who are moderators and speakers. The moderators control the rooms, and then you can have speakers. So if you're thinking of it as a live event or a conference, it'd be like the MC is leading the room as a moderator and then guest panelists who might be on the stage are then contributing to the conversation and people can ask questions or there can be an in-depth discussion on a specific topic. Uh, And just like we're podcasting and we're talking to each other now, that's exactly what Clubhouse is like, but it's on your phone. So you can have real-time conversations. Yeah. And it's amazing. (laughs) I know you've really sort of jumped on board and I know you've been using it. So how can we use it for business and how are you using it? Yeah. So I think that when we all got on the platform, people were just like, you know, what is it and how do we do this and what do we use? So when you're, when you've got your bio, which we'll talk about in a bit. So you've got your profile, just like Instagram, um, you've got a bio, which doesn't have, uh, to my knowledge, a character limit. So you can say a lot and talk about a lot of different things. 
uh, in your bio, and then it either can link to your Instagram or your Twitter. Now, when I joined in January, I think I had about nine thousand followers on Instagram and within three to four weeks that had grown by 2,000 wow. followers organically through Clubhouse because so how hard it is on Insta to get followers exactly and I mean nothing else that I've ever done has had that kind of organic growth yeah. uh, in such a short period of time like yeah. literally it was like three or four weeks wow. so it's not as fast now but it's still like if I go into a room and I'm moderating or speaking on stage for a while I'll come back to my Instagram and there'll be like anything from 10 to 50 new followers and so I you know when people are hearing you speak and they like what you say or if you know your vibe kind of resonates with them then you'll find you get people who dm you so send you a direct message or they start following you um, not only on clubhouse but on instagram as well so for me number one it's grown my audience on uh, instagram which is where i get a lot of business from yeah. so it's really about you know increasing that brand awareness now and the other thing is is that i've been wanting to get into the us and europe for a long time so it's been a real goal of mine to grow my personal brand in those regions and because the majority of people on clubhouse are from the us I've now got this like whole new community of people who I didn't know before that I'm now connecting with. And the great thing as well is that I'm finding people are like, you know, how can I work with you? Like, what have you got? Um, What are your products and services? And so that from a business perspective has meant that I've gained some clients from it as well. I wouldn't say it's been like off the charts, but it's been like a good few thousands of dollars from it. And I, so, so for me, I'm like, right now this is working. I love it. Like I really enjoy it. It energizes me. And so I'm going to keep growing on it. Yeah. It's fabulous. And building like, know, and trust is so important, especially in a service-based business for people to see you there at the front and they get to sort of um, you know, sort of try before they buy kind of thing. Um, and then they can actually reach out to you. And like you said, you know, it, it is a way of um, getting into building yourself as an authority and, and tapping into the US market and, and the Europe market, which is great. So um, so what, Suze, are your top five tips for growing your audience and followers? Yeah, so a couple of things, and we can dive into each one of ones of these uh each of these things but the first one is having a really great bio and we'll talk about why the second one is building your community and connections the next one is really running your own rooms uh the fourth one is being really intentional and focused on what you want your personal brand to be on clubhouse and then the fifth one is really around show showing up Um, And then tuning into other people's rooms and building those relationships. And we'll Mm. talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the five to start with. Yeah. So the first one you said, um, creating a great bio. So what do you need? What are the elements that you need in the bio? Because you said there's no restrictions at the moment on how long it can be. Yeah. And so when it comes to the bio, and I mean, they have room, they actually have rooms on bios. I mean, Clubhouse as well. That's how important bios are. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm even going into mine as we're speaking. But what you, there's a couple of things. Number one is that 
people will potentially read your bio before they even hear you speak in a room. So when I'm sitting in a room and I'm not speaking on a stage, those are the, the terms that we use, then I'll actually go around and look at everybody's headshot in the room and I'll read their bio. And even though I may not have heard them speak, if I read that they're, you know, they love personal branding, they've worked with some great brands that maybe they name, uh, and then I go check out their Instagram and I really like them, then I'll follow them. So the bio is really the first step to people starting to really get to know you. And mm-hmm. so having a good bio that describes who you are, what you do, and also kind of, you know, what you're about can help you to grow your following before yeah. you've even gotten on a stage. Yeah. Um, the other thing with a bio as well is that it is keyword optimized. Mm-hmm. So um, I've got phrases like personal branding coach, keynote speaker, public speaking coach, those sorts of things yeah. so that when people search on that, because you can yeah. go and search the platform, then you can find exactly what you're looking for. I've broken my bio down and I'm happy to give you a copy of this as well, into sort of an introduction for me. And then there's a section work with me because Mm. people have been asking me, how do I work with you? Mm. I've then got a section on what kind of rooms I moderate as well, Mm. or that I run so that people can get to know um, me. And then I've got a bit of personal, and then I've got some clubhouse tips. And so it's not super long, but compared to Instagram, Mm. it's like a book basically because you've got all of this space and so having a really great bio that is searchable that Mm. is clear and that positions you I think are the three key things and then making sure your Instagram or your Twitter whichever one you like to use is connected because there's no direct messages in Clubhouse so that's the only way that people can message you yeah yeah that's why they start following you and then they can DM you on the other platforms okay that makes sense Um, Oh, this is great. Okay. Well, I had no idea. I mean, I'm very um, fond and familiar with using LinkedIn. um, And um, I know it's very important to have, you know, you only get like two sentences, you know, or or a tiny sentence really under your name to be able to, um, you know, for others to be able to want to connect with you to identify what you do. So this sounds great that there's no limitations at the moment. I'm sure that might change down the track. Yeah, I mean, at the moment it's open. I mean, when somebody uh, clicks on you, initially they'll see the first two or three lines. It was three, now it's two. Not sure, like it changes. Uh, So making sure that you kind of hit the note in the first couple of lines I think is important. Uh, and but then obviously I can expand it and see everything hmm. and I have to be honest I've actually gone like without listening to people on stage I've actually found people who were like you know used to be the ex-brand manager for Nike and hmm. you know I don't know all these different incredible brands uh, and then I go and look at their Instagram I follow them I DM them I might go check out their website mm. like it's I talk about falling down the rabbit hole and having yeah. a really great <laughs> rabbit hole for people to fall down yeah. and I think that that's definitely something that I'm doing a lot on Clubhouse is kind mm. of finding people and then just exploring all of yeah. their stuff which has yeah. been great oh it's fabulous and so you know, how can you build a community if you're sort of wanting to sort of get yourself onto Clubhouse and build a community and connections on the platform? Is it always about sort of showing up in other people's rooms or is it about using those um, keyword tags that you mentioned? Yeah, so I think that when it comes to community, I do think that having or going into rooms a lot on topics that you're interested in 
allows you to then find like-minded people. Yeah. So I love going into rooms on branding and marketing and business and personal branding and confidence and all of that sort of thing. And by doing that, I've been able to find some incredible women because obviously I, I love to hang out with women and men as well who are just really just so great at what they talk about. Yeah. And the really interesting thing is a lot of people weren't on Instagram before they joined Clubhouse. And so these are people who I never would have met. Yeah. Uh, and so by going into other people's rooms, connecting and following people, because you can always see who follows you and then normally they'll probably go check you out. Yeah. Um, getting up on stages and asking great questions. Mm. I think it's just about initially building that following by just showing up because if yeah. you start a room and you don't have any followers, then nobody yeah. gets noticed notified. And so I think that in the first month of being on Clubhouse, what I did was I just went into a lot of rooms Mm. and I asked a lot of questions and Mm. I got up on a lot of stages. So I wasn't a panelist. I wasn't a moderator. I was just an audience member coming up. And the more that I did that, the more I got to know people. And the more I got to know people, the more I got asked Mm. to moderate rooms with people who already had a following. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of collaboration opportunities by the sounds of things. I think that that's what Clubhouse is about. It's actually about communion and collaboration. I don't think that a lot of times if you're a solo operator, that it works that well on this platform. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's fabulous. So if you're someone that wants to get onto Clubhouse and you want to run your own room, what what are the sort of essential things? You mentioned like you don't want to have to be doing that no one show up and it be empty. So how can you kind of bring a crowd, you know, draw a crowd to your room? Yeah. So the first thing that I would say is that, I mean, for me, I run rooms when it works for me. So normally it's like 9am Melbourne time, uh, which is now with all the clock changes, it's like 3pm PST and 6pm EST. I I now know all of the world clocks (laughs) off by heart um, because, you know, that's that's what the platform's like. And so when it comes to running a room, the first thing that I would say is to try and find a couple of co-mods. So those are other people who you might want to run a room with. So for example, you and I might run a room on building building your brand in a product or service-based business or something that's a bit, bit more general. Yeah. Uh, and we might get a couple, like two or three other people. And so it's kind of that collective, yeah. your collective followers. Yeah. So that's the first thing is find a friend. Mm. <laughs> phone a, phone a friend. Like that. That's yeah. Yeah. Phone a friend and then at least, you know, if you don't have a lot of people in the room, at least you've got somebody else to talk to. Um, The second thing is to share it. So I share it on my socials as well so that people who are already following me on Instagram know that that I'm going to be running that room at that time. There's also another platform that I use, which is called yoyo.club, which is a desktop app that shows all the rooms that I'll be running that week or in the coming weeks so that people can check it out as well. Uh, And then you've really got to think about the name of the room. So that's really interesting. I was talking about that this morning in a clubhouse room, um, which is meta, but uh, we looking in the hallway, looking at all the other rooms that are being run, seeing what the titles are, seeing what, what titles work. It's like when we used to like blog all the time, it was like, what's a really catchy title yeah. that are going to make people want to click and click read this. Yeah. And it's exactly the same. Yeah. So I think it's just having a title that kind of captivates people and makes them want to come in the room. Uh, and then also just running the room 
I feel is a bit of an art as well. Like when you're in a room that's not run very well, it's a little bit like, ugh, like pulling teeth. And so even just things like, you know, they, the clubhouse has got its own terminology. It's like you introduce the room, you, you edify, which is a very American thing. What's edify? Edify is like, I'll be like, you know, um, Today we're talking about how to grow your following on Clubhouse and one of our co-moderators is Sarah Cross. Sarah is an incredible coach based in Melbourne. She ran a million-dollar business. Um, she specialises in helping product-based businesses. So you're like, it's it's as if I'm introducing you yes, at a conference. Yeah. Yes. And so that's edification. And okay. so you do that with all your co-mods and then you, you know, invite people to put their hands up and come up onto stage. And, and so it's really running the room where you don't have people talking over each other. You're keeping the energy up. You're keeping the flow and pace moving. You're getting people to come up on stage and ask their question, yeah. you're introducing them. And so for me as an MC, who I normally MC events, it's actually just an extension of that, yeah. you know, yeah. which has been great because I'm like, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> easy. Comfort of your own room. Totally. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that the other thing is, is that the more that you watch other people do it, you also kind of take tips from yeah. them. So it's like, I really like how they did that or I like, or I didn't like that. Yeah. And so then you find your own style as well of own. doing it. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that running a room well means that, next time people see a room that you're running, they're like, oh, that was a really good room. I want to go in. Yeah. And can you say favourites and things like that when there's, you know, rooms? So you can get notifications and so you can put a bell next to somebody's name. And so if you've got like the bell is always, then you will always see if they start a room. And what they've done recently is that when I go onto the app, if I swipe to the left, I can actually see everybody that I follow and which rooms they're in. So if I'm looking to like find a particular person, Mm. then I'll just be able to go into, I'll know which room they're in and I can go into that room. And so it just means that you can kind of follow around people that you really like. I kind of call it the breadcrumbs of Clubhouse, where when you find one person, you just follow them around and then you find a whole lot of other people that are awesome like them. And then that's how I've kind of built and accumulated my community. Yeah, Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, that's fabulous. So, Suze, why is it important to focus on our personal brand on Clubhouse? Yeah. So for me, I just sort of think, you know, we're talking about like the voice and audio economy. So like this podcast, exactly. It's like, if somebody spends a lot of time with you, it does build that no like, and trust factor. It's like, I've literally listened to you for the last hour or two, answer people's questions, give really good answers, um, facilitate the room, bringing the energy, all the rest of it. And so I just think in a very short period of time, you can really build that relationship and that trust mm. so quickly with people. Uh, and so when it comes to your personal brand, I think that Clubhouse is incredible for you being seen as an expert in your field, for you to position yourself as a leader in your industry by running rooms on similar topics. Uh, And then for people to constantly see that consistency that you're kind of showing up with means that they're like, oh, well, when we're talking about personal branding, like even now when I think about branding or personal branding or marketing or Instagram, 
there are certain people on Clubhouse where I'm like, well, if we're talking about Instagram, then I definitely want to have Donna, Haley, Erica. Like I can name, you know, 10 people where I'm like, well, that's what they talk about. And so when it comes to personal branding, confidence, speaking and marketing, now people come to me and they're like, we're running a room on branding and marketing. Will you come and do it with us? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And so it's about building that personal brand so that you become known. Uh, And so when somebody says, oh, if you're looking for a personal branding coach, now people say, oh, we'll definitely speak to Suze Chadwick, like go follow her because that's what she does. Yeah. So it really does um, give you the authority and positioning for people to really sort of start to follow you and you build out, yeah, you're, you're sort of like a magnet to what you're known for, which is amazing. And you're reaching yeah. such a wide audience, like you said, international. Yeah, absolutely. And Without so I mean, he cost. Can, <laughs> well, time is the only yeah, cost time that you've is got. The, yeah. uh, but, I mean, you can be in, in a room with 20 to like 1,000 people. Wow. Like depending on what the room is like and what the topic is, yeah. you know, there are certain rooms. It's been really interesting as well. So uh, sometimes if I hop on in the evenings, then the Brits come on. So you've got to think about the time zone. So Brit- Britain and Europe, the UK and Europe come on in the evening. And there are a group of people that run a room every single day. And their rooms are normally about 300 or 400 people. And somehow I've fallen in with them. And so I'll go into a room and there'll be like five people on the stage and they'll bring me up and then they'll include me in the conversation. And so even then I didn't even have to build the room. Like I just showed up and I was just really fortunate that they're like, yeah, Suze, come up, like come and talk about whatever it is we're talking about today because they talk a a lot about branding, marketing, social media, sales, et cetera, which, you know, I'm more than happy to talk about. Um, But that's also really helping me to grow my following on Clubhouse as well as Instagram. And so it's not even always about you having to do it. Yeah, yeah, you can kind of piggyback (laughs) off the... the (laughs) <laughs> the rest of other people. Yeah, which um, is great. And just just to clarify, for people who are completely new to Clubhouse, yeah. when you say I'm getting on stage or that I'm moderating, yeah. this is all done via voice audio. Like yeah. you're not in on a video. It's not like a YouTube video. For people no. who have never gone into Clubhouse, when you say stepping up on stage and things like that, it's not a physical thing that you're no. doing. Well, so so the way that it works, and I'm happy to give you a screenshot so that you can see it as well, um, of a room, but basically they've divided it into three sections. And so just imagine like everybody's headshot on Instagram is in a single screen where you've got three people per line on the stage, which is basically where you can unmute yourself and speak. So if you are in the front row, which is basically people that the speakers follow, or you're in the audience, so those are two separate sections on the phone, you can't unmute yourself. Like you can't speak. The only way that you can speak is if you're brought up to the stage, which is where your mic can then be switched on and off. Uh, And so when I say they bring me up, it just means that I'm moving out of the audience where I mute and I have no control to now being with the speakers and I can chime in and comment or add to the conversation. Okay. Yeah, I think we just needed to explain it in real layman's terms because for yeah. those that haven't even maybe um, entered into the world of Clubhouse, they might be thinking it's a bit like a TikTok or um, Snapchat where you're actually, you know, using video and, um, you know, images 
of people doing no, things. No, it's just voice. Voice only, yeah. So that's really good. Which so, means you can do it in your pyjamas. Some yeah, people do it in I the bath. It. Oh, in the <laughs> bath? I don't know if I go that far. Uh, uh, so how often do you recommend showing up and tuning into other people's rooms versus hosting your own room? Yeah. So I think I'm just going to warn you for those who have not been on the platform. When I first got on the platform, I was addicted, like addicted. Like I couldn't get, I was on it for like hours and hours. And I did have to, there's like, I did have to like have a good hard, hard talk to myself because I was like, I'm not doing the work I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, And so Yeah. And so I think that you'll probably go through waves where it'll be new and it'll be exciting. And you'll be like, what is this amazingness? Mm -hmm. And the really interesting thing that somebody else was talking about recently was that I'm not sure that any other social app has uh, been so addictive from a time perspective where people will literally be on the platform for 16 hours. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Like some rooms will run for eight hours, some rooms like where the mods will come in and take over rooms. And so rooms were running for days when I first got on because moderators would kind of, some would sleep, some would then come back on. Like it was crazy. And people were like, there's not been any other app that's been like this. And time just goes. It's like you'll be on for two hours and it feels like 20 minutes. Like I don't know what it is, but that's just that's just the way that it is. So be, for those who are not on yet or who are getting on, my words of wisdom learned from my mistakes is that, I would recommend scheduling some time in your diary. So do some time blocking. Right now, I spend a couple of mornings a week on Clubhouse um, running rooms. And then when I'm doing admin or other things that don't require like, you know, my 100% of my brain power, then I might co-mod rooms with other people because it's just like listening to the radio in the back or something. It's just kind of the conversation. Like if you were listening to a podcast and you were doing some work or admin, that's kind of what it can be like if you're not running a room. And so what I would say is time block if you want to run rooms. Um, And then the second thing is also just be okay with coasting on the tails of other people (laughs) if you're not somebody who wants to be the main lead moderator all the time. Yeah, but then that's where the community comes in. So building your community and your connections Mm -hmm. so that you can collaborate with other people and be on stages without actually having to run it all is another way to do it. So I think that I, like I said, now run about two rooms a week which go for two hours each time. So it's not a small amount of time because the thing is, is that once the room actually warms up and you get a crowd in, you're probably at least half an hour, 45 minutes in. So Mm. if you close it off at an hour, you haven't actually kind of given it the time to breathe, which is really just how it is. Um, And so, yeah, so that's what I would say. Time block, be intentional, collaborate, get in other people's rooms. uh, And then every like, you know, once or twice a week or once a week, run your own room if that's something that you want to do. And I think that then you'll start to see like a bit of it having a bit of an impact. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's fabulous. That's I've learned so much already. (laughs) (laughs) So, Suze, what are some creative ways that you've collaborated with other people on Clubhouse? 
Yeah. So for me, uh, so I've been on other people's podcasts who I literally just met on the platform. So um, I had Annie P. Ruggles, who is a sales coach. She was on my podcast recently. I was on hers as well. Uh, And then when it just comes to rooms, we've got a chat, sort of a group chat in Instagram where you know, we'll say, okay, well, this room is running, this room's running, who wants to jump in? And so we've kind of got a trusted mod squad is what they're sort of called. Uh, And so that's been really interesting as well. I've done some uh, Instagram lives with people. So being able to access other people's audiences as well. Uh, And then I definitely am looking at having some of the girls that I moderate with as guests, because I'll be adding a, um, a clubhouse module to the Bold Speakers Collective because I actually think it's really great for getting better at being a speaker and for running rooms and emceeing and all of that sort of stuff. So I'll definitely be getting some of them to kind of guest Mm -hmm. on that particular module as well. And so, yeah, so I think it's just been really interesting. And, I mean, there's definitely other things that I want to do with some of the people that I've connected with. I think that'll still be to come as well. Yeah, so it's kind of organic and it's just about finding your your community, isn't it, and building on collaborations and then doors open up, you know. Like you said, you can... I can't believe people can be running something for like 16 hours or, you know, like nonstop. And then, like you said, it is likened to radio with radio hosts and radio guests. Yeah. Uh, And the other thing that I would say as well is you've got to remember, we, you know, this has been definitely a topic of conversation is the whole lockdown thing. So the UK and Europe have fully been in lockdown. A lot of the US has been in semi-lockdown. And so people were like, is it just the timing of the app where people literally can't go anywhere? And so now they've got this opportunity to connect with people on a global level, Uh, you know, and even just this week, the UK just came out of lockdown this week. And so that's been a topic of conversation. Like once we all get back to normal will clubhouse still be you know people be as fanatical about it as they have been and spending as much time on it I think you know like that people have obviously had no other choice but but to be tuning in and and being (laughs) online and being a a product um, business coach you know I've seen the the rapid rise and you know like four times in people's business revenue because of lockdown because people now can't you know they couldn't go to bricks and mortar stores or shopping centers everyone was buying online and now people can work remotely and work from home and do sea changes you know buy a house down the beach and work from work from anywhere in the world so I think it'll keep growing I think that it's people um, like connection and community I think that's just a basic human need yeah. And I think that um, it opens it up to be a global platform, so easily able to be included. And, and everyone, of course, wants to be included, don't they? So yeah. I think it'll it'll really take off. And the fact that you're not having to, you know, be in front of the camera, which is a majority of people's fear, is being on camera, you know, yeah. or getting up on stage and having people staring at them. Uh, the fact that it's a radio, you know, yeah. platform, I think it has lots of advantages. So well, the interesting thing is, is apparently there's 23 other new apps that have come on the market that are audio apps. So obviously wow. Clubhouse is the first, and I think it's got something like, I want to say a $4 billion valuation yeah. right now, which is crazy. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how this kind of marketplace plays out. Mm. Um, but I do think that the biggest thing that 
people get from it. And I felt this when I first got on the platform is that Facebook and Instagram feels so flat now. And what I mean by that, it's so one-sided, like you post content and then maybe someone will respond. Maybe you'll get views. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Like, whereas when you're on Clubhouse, you're getting that instant gratification and you're also in deep conversations. It's mm. not like when you go to a networking event and you've got that superficial chat, mm. like none of that happens on Clubhouse. It's like you get straight into like really deep. You want to talk about. Yeah. yeah, and it's amazing. And so I think actually that's what people are addicted to is, mm. is the deep conversations and the access to such a broad spectrum mm. of people who come from such diverse backgrounds backgrounds and expertise like some of the people like Grant Cardone and stuff's on the platform you know mm-hmm. um the founders of Clubhouse were talking the other day Mark Zuckerberg chose to get on with Elon Musk mm-hmm. on the platform and talk about things like where else do you get access to people you're buying of- a lot of spending a lot of money on a ticket to go and exactly spend- and it's free and mm-hmm. you can listen from the you know comfort of your home and stuff like that uh, and, you know, Amy Porterfield, Jasmine Starr, Pat Flynn, uh, you know, all of the entrepreneurial names, Marie Folio was on it, um, all the entrepreneurial names that we know, mm. they're not using it extensively, but you, I'm not surprised to jump into a room yeah, and cool. find like yeah. somebody like that, mm. um, you know, people who run billion dollar companies. It's mm. just, and some of the, some of the stuff that they share, you're just like, like mind blown yeah you know and I just it's been really interesting it's been great I've I'm learning a lot yeah I wonder if I mean at the moment it's a free platform isn't it like you're not actually if they're not actually charging anything I wonder whether people will start charging for you to go into attend rooms so there are two things around monetization is that you do have clubs and you can either have an opened or a closed room in a club so for example I've got the Bold Business Society Club. I always have it open so that anybody on the platform can enter. But that members, like that, you can join as a member and that's growing. And so down the track, we could have just members events where I might have a guest speaker in or something like that. The second thing is that monetization just came onto the platform a couple of weeks ago, where basically now it's mainly in the US uh, that they've rolled it out to. Uh, but where you can send money to somebody. So, you know, Americans are very much into the tipping, um, you know, the tipping mentality thing. And so, for example, you could um, send somebody who's hosting a room, if you really love them, you could just send them money through Stripe. And so you can actually do that in the platform. Like you can literally click a button that says send money. got value out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's been really interesting as well. But they were also sort of saying if you, you know, if you said to me, oh, Suze, can we jump into a closed room and I'll pay you like $200, $300 just to spend an hour with you? I'm like, yeah, cool, send the money and then let's jump into the room. And so it's just making the friction um, of actually getting access to people and potentially paying them a lot less as well. So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Mm, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I was sort of wondering how they'd have to sort of start bringing in some ways that people are going to want to make it a little bit more exclusive or a little bit of a members only, you know, zone um, to monetize it, especially if they can draw a crowd, you know, like with big ticket um, uh, hosts, people are going to want to be there. Like you said, if you can just be mind blown by a few of their comments, maybe is Brené Brown on? I know you're a big <laughs> Not that I've seen, although I did get Dr. Joan Rosenberg 
um, who has done a number of TEDx talks. And I feel like she's like the older version of Brene Brown. I actually connected with her on Clubhouse and then had her on the podcast. And that was one of the most incredible conversations I've ever had. Um, And so once again, I just think, yeah, that the uh, barrier to connection with some really incredible people, Mm -hmm. um, people you know and people you've never heard of but still blow your mind has been really amazing. And like I said, there there was one guy on the platform the other day who was amazing and he's like, I'm actually not on any social networks. Really? And he runs like a billion-dollar company and he was on Clubhouse and he was sharing like his journey and stuff and I was just like, who is this guy? And he's like, yeah, no, like this is the only place you can connect with me. And I just thought, wow, like that is something yeah that's amazing oh thank you so much that's been wonderful I've like learned so much (laughs) um in in that sort of time and I can't imagine I guess it's always about just finding that time like you said you know you could be overindulgent and uh you know the fact that you can listen like you said in the bath you don't have to be video presentable you could get quite addicted you know you could actually get quite hooked and so it is about sort of maybe time blocking a window of when you're going to be um, in those and having notifications of, you know, when your favourite people are running a room that yeah. you get reminders and you can sort of allocate some time. Otherwise you can get lost down yeah. the rabbit hole. I know on Instagram it's, I, you know, because I absolutely love products and that's who I work with. I mean, you can just, it's a labyrinth. And before you know it, you've lost an hour, two hours yeah. <laughs> going in and commenting and liking and following yeah. businesses and, you know, and it's not as social, of course, but visually it's it's enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, where it all goes in the next six or 12 months. But right now, you know, I always think about what Gary V says, be where the attention is and just be really flexible with how you're connecting with your audience and where you're connecting with your audience. And right now I see it as a real window of opportunity for me to, you know, expand my brand in the US and the UK by building these relationships. So I am investing a lot of time in it. Perfect. Wonderful. Thanks so much for being here with us today, Sue. Pleasure. And if any of our listeners want to connect with you or find you, can you share some of your uh, handles, your, some of your links? Yeah, so basically you can find me uh, at Suze Chadwick, suzchadwick.com is my website, and I am Suze Chadwick on all social platforms, including Clubhouse. Fabulous. Oh, so that's so good. So I hope that you found today's chat as exciting and informative as I did. If you've loved this episode, make sure to share it with a friend or leave us a review so more people can find us. It's time for me to say goodbye, and I will see you in our next episode. Loved this episode of Products to Profits? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated.